0: still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting. A daily dose of disobedience. Four stories today in this revolting roundup. First up, a piece written by Maggie Basca, published at pinknews.com. Hundreds of people defiantly locked lips in a mass kissathon after a hateful mob threatened a gay couple for kissing in a Colombian park. The peaceful protest was organized on social media in response to a viral video showing two gay men being forced from a park in Colombia's capital city, Bogota, by a group of angry bigots. The woman can be heard shouting at the couple, in this neighborhood we don't allow sex in the park, especially not in front of the children. One of the men asked what sex the mob was talking about as the pair only kissed, the BBC reported. The woman insulted the couple with one saying they would lynch the pair if they didn't leave. Another woman was filmed chasing after the men and appeared to try and hit them with a broomstick. Hundreds of queer people staged a Besaton, or Kissathon, in the same park on Sunday to support the LGBTQ community and show they weren't going to be intimidated by the hateful incident. People waved kaleidoscopic flags, danced, chanted, and played joyful music to celebrate the strength of the LGBTQ community. Some people held signs reading, kisses are signs of affection, not a crime, while another sign declared, we want to be able to kiss without being molested. Colombia legalized same sex marriage in 2016, and same sex parents have equal rights to adoption as their straight counterparts. Discrimination against LGBTQ people is prohibited in the country. Despite being more liberal than many other countries in South America, the LGBTQ community still faces many incidents of discrimination in Colombia. Next up is a piece published at WIVB.com. Written by Aidan Jolie and Sarah Minkowitz. On Thursday, Kaleida Health Union workers staged a picket at Buffalo General Medical Center. The workers did so to shine a light on their ongoing contract negotiations with the health care provider. At Thursday's picket, hundreds of workers represented by the Communications Workers of America and 1199 SEIU United Healthcare Workers East came out. On August 8, the workers and their representatives delivered a 10-day notice to Kaleida with the intent to picket. The contract between the two unions and Kaleida Health expired on July 31, and the bargaining committee has been meeting five days a week to hammer out a new agreement. The contract will be for 6,300 healthcare workers throughout Kaleida's healthcare network, including Buffalo General, Oishe Children's Hospital, Millard Fillmore Suburban, and a Graff Memorial. Both union reps and Collida Health officials say a lot of progress has been made in recent months on a new contract, but a few major issues remain on the table, including better pay and safer staffing ratios. Healthcare workers throughout Kaleida Health are asking for better pay and safer staffing. CWA Union and 1199 SEIU are negotiating a new contract with Kaleida. I'm here to stand up for my patients. Push is past the point of exhaustion. Every day, patients are waiting hours, said Debbie Wilson, a nurse at Millard Fillmore Suburban. In a statement, Kaleida Health says they want to be the market leader in wages, benefits, and staffing ratios. However, they say there is a cost associated with that. The three year economic proposal would cost the healthcare network $200 million. Officials say that is more than twice the 2019 agreement. Quote, Our members, both from CWA and SEIU, feel it's very important to let the community know the struggles that they are having with staffing and the work conditions inside the facilities. Union workers argue that if Kaleida wants to be a top-tier provider, they need to offer more. Next up from edmonton.ctvnews.ca. Hereditary chiefs from Wet'suwet'en were in Edmonton on Saturday to bring attention to the coastal gas link pipeline being built on their traditional lands near Smithers, British Columbia. The chiefs say the pipeline violates their rights and title. Workers are currently preparing to drill under the Maurice River, or Wezin Kwa, a sacred water source for the people. We drink out of our rivers, creeks, and lakes. That's how clean they are and yet they are threatening to kill that, said hereditary chief Namox. In our language, Kwa is river, Wazin is blue-green pure, and that is what they're threatening, the cleanest water on this planet. Dozens of people came out to support the chiefs and marched to the RBC building downtown to protest the bank's involvement as a financial backer in the project. Quote, Indigenous lands and territories continue to be under threat from extractive projects that are not just destroying our lands and territories, but are exacerbating the climate crisis, said Ariel Deranger, who came out to support the chiefs. This struggle with the indigenous people isn't just about them, it's about all of our futures. And finally for this episode, a piece published at Euronews.com written by Jill Pohl, Around a 1,000 Hungarians protested outside Parliament for the second time in less than a week against an easing of logging rules to meet increased demand for firewood as a result of surging gas and electricity prices. Prime Minister Viktor Orban's cabinet, citing the effects of the war in neighboring Ukraine, loosened regulations on logging earlier this month. It is a move activists and opposition parties say could accelerate deforestation and harm the environment. After last week's protest and after the WWF collected over 100,000 signatures in an online petition to reverse what it called a decree on forest destruction, the cabinet walked back some of the changes, exempting nature reserves from the regulations. Some protesters who joined Wednesday's rally called by green activists said the response was merely an attempt by the government to diffuse some of the tensions raised by the reforms. I think this is just a smokescreen. It is designed to calm nerves, but they have not given up on their genuine intentions concealed in this decree, Aniko Rattle, a protester, said. If there is indeed an energy crisis, then we should probably adjust our consumption first. Hungary is reliant on Russia for most of its energy, and Orban has lobbied hard to secure an exemption from the European Union sanctions on Russian crude oil imports, while banning the export of fuels, including firewood, from Hungary. This is our common future. We all feel the effects of climate change on our skins, and cutting down trees will only make it worse, said protester Fanny Fodor. The rally was called by the Green Liberal LMP Party, which has five opposition lawmakers in Hungary's 199-member parliament. The government says Hungary can produce 3.5 million cubic meters of firewood per year, and the loosening of rules was needed amid an increase in demand. It has been driven in part by Orban curbing his policy of subsidizing household utility bills. Demand for stoves using solid fuels including coal and firewood has risen ne- to nearly 12 times last July's levels after the utility bill subsidies were tightened, online retailer EMAG said earlier this month. The government says logging would be ramped up only in case of a supply emergency. However, some environmental groups have already sounded the alarm. Quote, The loosening of regulations in the government decree is so substantial which is on a par only with those implemented in the 20th century under even more critical circumstances, Laszlo Galidi, a WWF Hungary official, said in a statement. Hungarian forests have yet to fully recover from those consequences. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at PeopleRevolting. Keep revolting. And thanks for listening. If you want the sign that humanity is still got it going on, the people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.